Great. Close your eyes, Christian. Eyes are closed. Jim. So crazy. I don't know what he looks like. My eyes are closed. When can I open my eyes? We'll tell you. I'm scared. Don't be scared. It's Halloween and I'm scared. Hold on. Where am I? I don't. I don't know where I am. It's a couch. What do I do? Where is everybody? Don't scare me. I want to open my eyes so badly, but I can't. I want to look at you. Where are you? No, <laughs> oh, you're close to me and I don't like it. I'm so scared right now, for real. Can I open my eyes? Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Happy Halloween. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another floaty episode of Anything But Politics. As always, my name is Pennywise the Dancing Clown, and I'm here with... Georgie, also known as the man with the yellow jacket. The man with the yellow jacket. That didn't get recorded, unfortunately. I didn't. They won't know that joke. Uh, so if you'd like to, cause it is, I think even in hindsight, it is funny. It wasn't one of those. You had to be there. Like you could explain it. I looked at this jacket. Sorry. Yeah. And you were recollected back to uh, curious George. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Oh, is, am I going to be, cause I didn't know what my costume was going to be today. So I saw the bag and I was like, Ooh, it's a yellow jacket. And I was like, am I going to be the man with the yellow coat? And I was like, I'm such a moron. Um, it's jacket man with the yellow jacket. And Jim looks at me and goes hat. <laughs> Man with the yellow hat. So, but no, I'm Georgie from the from the hit Curious series. Georgie. It, the it series from the hits. Hit hit series. It hit series. It the hit it series. Yeah, the hit it. It's the hit. It's the hits. It. Whoa. <laughs> no, that's actually Georgie. Yeah. Uh, Curious Georgie, and the man in the yellow jacket. Seth and Merlin are talking. I, I said Seth, and then I sent a picture of you. What? You, man. What about me? You, you screenshot nuts, that so fast. <laughs> Seth said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he said, okay. <laughs> okay. Why does that look like smaller font than It does look really small. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming. <laughs> I've never said that in the history of this show, and I decided now would be the time to say thanks for coming. Thanks for joining again. Thanks Back for, for another Halloween episode, our second ever. Ooh, we're in a different studio than <laughs> last year. Yeah, we've gone through two since that studio. We're it's a good track record. Uh, this is our second annual Halloween episode, and we, uh, we said, and we can even play the clip. We can roll that back. Uh, do a little dream sequence really quickly. Uh, we said that ever we had to do the last one right. Our first Halloween episode had to be done right, and I think we did it right. I listened to it like last week. It's good. And I'm still proud of it. The audio sounded good. The video looked good. The costumes were great. And um, just good vibes. And do you remember what we talked about? It's the same color. Wow. Like exactly the same shade and everything. I'm Maybe the camera's not even picking it up. Probably Can not. Can you see that? You can't see it. It's a, okay, now hold it away from the jacket. Oh. 
Whoa! It's like you took a piece of your jacket. I <laughs> did. Sorry. He's Go got ahead. a he's got a uh, now and later, folks at home. He's got a now and later <laughs> that is banana flavored. Ooh, I was about to ask. I was about to say lemon or banana. I thought it was gonna be lemon. No, it's banana flavored. Banana flavored. It looks like his coat. Because yellow. Because it's yellow. We said that uh, the first one had to be done right, and I think it was. But we said it had to be done right because everyone remembers the first Halloween episode. The classic, the first, the OG Halloween episode. And then we quote said, exactly, no one ever remembers the second annual Halloween episode. So it doesn't matter what we do right now. You guys you, are not going to remember. You've probably already clicked off, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, we could go home. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do the sorrow in your voice. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> we have, what, uh, after this, four episodes and two bonus videos and one photo shoot. And if you want all of that content in full, and there's just going to be so much of it, you can just go to Patreon. The, One could say too the, much. The link is in the in the episode description. Uh, you can check it out there. It's Patreon. Everything that we do in the month of October, of course, uh, will be available to all patrons of any tier. So uh, even the $1 a month tier, hey, we love you guys as much as we love everyone else. Everyone gets the October content. If um, you're not like, if you don't like totally fuck with the podcast, and you're like, I don't think I could take any more of this. The bonus, the other videos we do are nothing like the podcast. Oh, and they'll get a taste of that here. We're going to put shorter, yes. condensed versions of that bonus content here for everyone to get. Absolutely. And everyone to see and everyone to enjoy. And if you catch the vibe of that, because it's going to be a completely different vibe than the show, than the podcast. If you do catch a vibe with that, you can get that uh, more in full. Um, catch a vibe. You can catch a vibe over on Patreon. Anything but politics. It's in the episode description. You, you. I'm gonna eat way too much candy. Chuckles. Do you do you like it? They're good, dude. Uh, yeah, I thought if you liked gumdrops, you'd like chuckles. I do like gumdrops. I've never heard of chuckles. Neither have I. Yeah. Until I bought that thing. <laughs> you okay, dog? No. Okay. So, uh, uh, last year, do you remember what we talked about? Halloween. We did talk about Halloween. We talked about uh, Halloween of years past, mm. like our first costume. Our uh, most memorable or hardest to wear. Now we need to talk about Halloween's future. Oh? What are you doing next year? I didn't know what I was doing today <laughs> until yesterday. <laughs> we were at Spirit Halloween and we spent, did we spend like two hours in Spirit Halloween? Spent two hours in there, spent $250. <laughs> Not all on this. This was relatively like a fine price, but also like he's a cosplayer and photographer. So we bought a couple things. So for it's like a kidney candy store. It it always is. Yeah, and I still there was one thing that I regret not buying. What's that? The artist thing with soul man. Yeah. That's pretty Why didn't cool. we buy that? We're gonna go back. I want can we go back like now? It's cute. There's a there's a uh, coupon that we got sent for like twenty percent off any item. And it says right on it, it was like valid through this date <clears throat> and also like, hey, associate, uh after you scan this, rip it in half and throw it away. So it can't be like reused. Uh, after like we bought everything, she just handed it back to me and said, "Put this in your bag. Use it again next time you come in. Use it." I said, "That's how one. That's how you get return customers." To be yeah. honest, because like, uh, if you only have one use and you only have one coupon, what's gonna bring you back to that store? Damn what if I forgot part of my costume, dog? What if I forgot part of my costume? I need to go back. Why would I go back? Not there. Come yeah, on. Yeah, order it online. Yeah, order it online. It's cheaper, right? 
but it might not be cheaper unless you have a coupon 20% off so um yeah she gave that right back to us and we can get 20% off that articulated mask today right now right now just vlog it this episode is not an actual in a studio (laughs) episode it's a vlog to spirit halloween that's probably the third year isn't it that's a third year thing that's a third year thing is you got to do it from inside the spirit halloween that would be fun I remember what we were going to talk about today, and I'm really excited for it, actually. Yeah? What is it? Um, so, classic internet horror. <laughs> yeah. So, I think we're ready to get into the meat and potatoes. Thank you for uh, bearing with us uh, through that uh, rambling stumble of an open. <clears throat> uh, but we are both very excited for today's topic, which is classic internet horror. The term creepypasta originates from the term copypasta, which is more widely regarded as things to copy and paste places as a joke, most commonly. Uh, an example of a copypasta is the B-movie script. Just all of it. Another example is uh, the fitness gram pacer test thing. So funny. You just go and you find the blurb and you copy it and you just paste it in forums and it's funny. Just that is itself. a copy pasta. Neat. The B movie script has become one, I'd say. Yeah. 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 That's the first one I said. Wait, yeah, did I said, you really? Yeah, yeah, dog. You said what? I said the B movie script and then I said the fitness gram pacer test. I'm going to be fully transparent and real with you. <laughs> yeah, dog. I thought you said. Talk to me. W movie script. And I was like, I've never heard of that, but I'm going to pretend like I know what that is. Did I say W? No, 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 no. You, you for sure said the B movie <laughs> script, but I heard W movie script, which isn't really close at all. <laughs> but, uh. Was your hood up? Nope. Oh. I think it just distracted th- milky thighs. I think I'm just. Is it my milky thighs? You do have milky thighs. <laughs> and I. Thank you. Am distracted. By I them. thought I would shave my legs, but I love it's fine. Like. The stocks can't contain your calves. No, they really can't. Yeah, you are on. exploding. This is my out better of calf. Things. There you go. Damn, bruh. What? <laughs> that's it's, real. It's from, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's just from roller skating for three years straight. They still haven't went away. Wow. Because, like, I, the, I got calves from roller skating for three years straight working at Sonic, but uh, I've kept them through walking 10 miles a day at that's Walmart. True. That's true. Yeah, I got crazy calves. It's a good time. We'll take pictures. Crazy calves. Did you ever play that game Crazy Taxi? Let's move on. <laughs> Copy pasta, but add a little bit of horror, and it becomes creepy pasta. Now, um, Hun, would you mind <laughs> looking up the term copy pasta and making sure I didn't just bullshit all of that? Nah, you did. It's like I it's got like it like fitness... I got it like eighty percent right. Yeah, it's like the fitness grand pacer test. Is it meant to be a joke or, or is it w just? Movie script? Are copy pastas inherently a joke? I actually don't think so. Um, it's meant to annoy people. Uh, it's meant to copy annoy people in forums. Copy pastas are said to, uh, to be similar to spam as they're often used to annoy other users and disrupt online discourse. Yeah, it's just a forum <sighs> interrupter. And uh, let's go ahead and find that first creepypasta. We'll talk about the classics while he finds the first. Great. Which do you know? <clears throat> I know Jeff the Killer. Jeff the Killer. Classic. The back rooms are. are I don't know. First creepy pasta, like the first one that was. Just yeah, one. like the first. It's not well known, I don't think. Like I, I, I remember like reading about it, and I didn't know what it was. Was it Ted? Ted 
Yeah, right? What's the one with the mousetrap? Mousetrap. I don't know. There's a huge one that I'm surprised you got to Jeff first. Well, so the thing is, I know I have listened to yeah. like 30 of them. I it love was... Creeps McPasta. Creeps. <laughs> Wait, what? There's a YouTuber, Creeps McPasta. <laughs> I thought you just... What did you think I said? I thought you just mistake. I thought you were trying to say creepy pasta. <laughs> I thought you were trying to say creepy pasta. Yeah. You just like stuttered over your words. Yeah. So I just yeah. You said creeps McPasta. Yeah. He's a YouTuber. He's really good at reading them. He has a awesome. good voice. He has a good voice for. It. I that might. How long has he been doing it? Uh, yeah like uh, seven plus years then that's probably what i listened to when i was a kid let me hear his voice yeah um i've listened to many of his there are some really good ones uh i'm surprised you haven't hit slenderman that's right yeah yeah that is, yeah no a lot of people kind of falsely attribute them to just the game like oh that's a video game card no that's a that, that is a creepypasta yeah. before it was a video game it was a creepypasta and before it was a creepypasta it was a edited photo as part of a photography contest i believe it was like make a scary picture and the original images of slenderman were made and then later adapted into story form and then later adapted into game form and that's where it kind of exploded with popularity which led people backwards down the rabbit hole into creepy that's his music that's him that's creepy pasta I first became familiar with Creepypasta in middle school. The earliest memory I have with Excerpt it. from local newspaper. This one. Ominous unknown killer still at large. Who is this? Oh, Mr. that's the guy you listen to? Mr. Creepypasta? Yeah, that's another one that... Yeah, that's, he's also huge. That's the one that I... And he's also good. First time I experienced Creepypasta was in uh, middle school, and I feel like it had to have been reverse, like, exactly the the pipeline I just mentioned is like, I, I, I saw the Slenderman game blowing up like a uh, classic YouTubers. I remember PewDiePie was playing it. Um, Tobuscus, like they were playing Slenderman and I was interested in that. I think I went backwards down the rabbit hole, found it as a creepypasta and then found others. Hmm. So that's when I found Jeff, the killer. That's when I found a uh, smile dog. I remember that one. Uh, uh, the rake, mm -hmm. uh, Russian sleep experiment. Is yep. one. Wanna... Oh no, I haven't. I want to, like, I want to see how many are on the top of the head. Because I read Creepypasta fan fiction, so I'm, I'm deep in that shit. I mean, I don't remember a lot of their names, but I could, like, give you uh, loose plots, like the Furby that wouldn't die. Like, he tried to d take the batteries out, it kept talking and, like, well, dancing. Yeah. I remember someone typing on the computer, and he was scared because he, like, just got an email, and, like, attached was a photo of him from his own closet. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great one. Oh, oh Squidward suicide. suicide! Squidward Suicide is such a good one. Mm. That really got me when I was a kid too. Mm. Sonic EXE, oh, classic Sonic EXE. I listened to a bunch of them in the two month period. Yeah. And then I listened to one. The Elephant Man. Love the Elephant Man. I did. I do know that one. Like the real life Elephant. No, like the creepy poster of the Elephant Man. It's very similar. I listened to one when I was like fourteen or fifteen, maybe. Yeah. And I stopped after that. We I were way too young to be sleep. listening to these things. Absolutely. The internet was a terrifying place in the early 2000s. Do you have a favorite? I just haven't listened to them in so long. So I, it, That's like, fair. I wouldn't be able to. If you gave me like a top 10 list, I could choose from that. Uh, oh, you might be thinking Abandoned by Disney. Maybe. The mouse one being yeah, Abandoned by Disney. Ted the Caver is 
Oh, gee. So this is list of creepypastas. Just list of them. <clears throat> uh, Slenderman, abandoned by Disney. It's a creepypasta written by Slime Beast about a man exploring an abandoned Disney resort named Mowgli's Palace. Uh, the story's climax comes when the man finds a room marked Character Prep 1, which is inhabited by a photo-negative Mickey Mouse mascot that seems to be alive and uh, flees when he witnesses it rip off its own head. Some of these things were kind of written in a lazy way. Mm. Just like, it, it describes like a creepy like theme park and like it sets the mood and everything and it was just like I saw the mouse and it ripped <laughs> off its head it was scary it was a scary mouse it took off its head uh, Jeff the Killer story in which um, Jeffrey Woods is attacked by a group of bullies um, his parents force him to go to a party because he's antisocial where he gets approached by the same bullies got into a fight the bullies douse him with alcohol set him on fire uh, Jeff becomes insane carving his face into a smile burning off his eyelids killing his family um, douche. Uh, blew up on new grounds, stuff like that. Uh, alias Killer Jeff. There's Ted the Caver. It began as an Angel Fire website in early 2001 that documented the adventures of a man and his friends as they explored a local cave. The stories, the format, uh, the format of the story is a series of blog posts. As the explorers move further into the cave, strange hieroglyphs and winds are encountered. In the final post, Ted writes that he's he and his companions. We'll be bringing a gun into the cave after experiencing a series of nightmares and hallucinations. Uh, the blog's not been updated since that post. In 2013, an independent film adaptation of the story was released. That's interesting. You know. I'm still <coughs> trying to think of a movie to watch. Really? You haven't thought of one yet? Uh, I've thought of, like, uh, one, but I, I, I want it to be, like, a funnier... Like a funnier movie or like a bad movie, something that we can find humor in. You know what we need to. I just don't want it to be an outright really good movie because, like, we've talked about the fact it's very yeah. boring to be like, oh man, the soundtrack, the cinematography, it's all great, great actors, but like, it's funny to laugh at something stupid. You know what movie we need to review? What? Hello, darling. Is that what it's called? Well, Hello. Like yeah. The one that just came out. Is it out? I think so. Yeah. I'm seeing it with I'm seeing it with Leah in theaters. Yeah. Even though fuck Olivia Wilde, I hate her. Word? She broke my man's heart. Word? Who's your man's? Jason Sudeikis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's. She fair. broke his heart to fuck Harry Styles, and now they're not even dating anymore. Fuck her, I hate her. Now, Russian Sleep Experiment, that's a fun one that a I really one? like. So, have you read that one, or listened to it? No. That's okay. Uh, it's one of my favorites, and so I'd like to read you an excerpt. Please. Um, I'm close my eyes. And then, like, maybe, depending on how long I remember it being, um, maybe uh, Patreon can get the full thing. Mm -hmm. Let me look it up. Russian sleep. Okay. Jim? Yeah? Can you read me a bedtime story? Of course. Thank you. Russian researchers in the late 1940s kept five people awake for 15 days using an experimental gas-based stimulant. They were kept in a sealed environment to carefully monitor their oxygen intake so the gas didn't kill them, since it was toxic in high concentrations. This was before closed-circuit cameras, so they had only microphones and five-inch-thick glass porthole-sized windows into the chamber to monitor them. The chamber was stocked with books, cots to sleep, but no bedding, running water and toilet, and enough dried food to last all five for over a month. 
The test subjects were political prisoners deemed enemies of the state during World War II. Everything was fine for the first five days. The subjects hardly complained having been promised falsely that they would be freed if they submitted to the test and did not sleep for 30 days. Their conversations and activities were monitored, and it was noted that they continued to talk about increasingly traumatic incidents in their past, and the general tone of their conversations took on a darker aspect after the four-day mark. After five days, they started to complain about the circumstances and events that led them to where they were and started to demonstrate severe paranoia. They stopped talking to each other and began alternately whispering to the microphones and one-way mirrored portholes. Oddly, they all seemed to think they could win the trust of the experimenters by turning over their comrades, the other subjects in captivity with them. At first, the researchers suspected that this was an effect of the gas itself. On the morning of the 14th day, the researchers did something they said they would not do to get a reaction from the captives, and they used the intercom inside the chamber. Hoping to provoke any response from the captives, they were afraid would be dead. They announced, We are opening the chamber to test the microphones. Step away from the door and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot. Compliance will earn one of you your immediate freedom. To their surprise, they heard a single phrase in a calm voice response. We no longer want to be freed. Debate broke out among the researchers and the military forces funding the research. Unable to provoke any more response using the intercom, it was finally decided to open the chamber at midnight of the 15th day. The chamber was flushed of the stimulant gas and filled with fresh air, and immediately voices from the microphones began to object. Three different voices began begging, as if pleading for the life of loved ones to turn the gas back on. The chamber was opened and soldiers were sent in to retrieve the test subjects. They began to scream louder than ever, and so did the soldiers when they saw what was inside. Four of the five subjects were still alive, although no one could rightly call the state that any of them were in. Fine. The food rations past day five had not been so much as touched. There were chunks of meat from the dead test subjects' thighs and chest stuffed into the drain in the center of the chamber, blocking the drain and allowing four inches of water to accumulate on the floor. Precisely how much of the water on the floor was actually blood was never determined. All four surviving test subjects also had large portions of muscle and skin torn away from their bodies. In the struggle, one of the four living subjects had his spleen ruptured and bled out almost immediately. The medical researchers attempted to sedate him, but this proved impossible. He was injected with more than ten times the human dose of morphine derivative and still fought like a cornered animal, breaking his ribs and the arm of one doctor. When Hart was seen to beat for a full two minutes after he had bled out to the point where there was more air in his vascular system than blood, even after it stopped he continued to scream and flail for another three minutes struggling to attack anyone in reach and just repeating the word more over and over, weaker and weaker, until he finally fell silent. The second survivor had been the first of the group of five to start screaming. His vocal cords destroyed, he was unable to beg or object to surgery, and he only reacted by shaking his head violently in disapproval when the anesthetic gas was brought near him. He shook his head yes when someone suggested reluctantly that they try the surgery without anesthetic and did not react for the entire six-hour procedure of replacing his abdominal organs and attempting to cover them with what remained of his skin. The surgeon presiding stated repeatedly that it would be medically, it should be medically impossible for the patient to still be alive. One terrified nurse assisting the surgery stated that she had seen the patient's mouth curl into a smile several times whenever his eyes met hers. When the surgery ended, the subject looked at the surgeon and began to wheeze loudly, attempting to talk while struggling. 
Assuming this must be something of a drastic importance, the surgeon had a pen and pad fetched so the patient could write his message. It was simple. Keep cutting. The other two test subjects were given the same surgery, both without anesthetic as well. Although they had to be injected with a paralytic for the duration of the operation, the surgeon found it impossible to perform the operation while the patients laughed continuously. Once paralyzed, the subjects could only follow the attending researchers with their eyes. The paralytic cleared the system in an abnormally short period of time, and they were soon trying to escape from their bonds. The moment they could speak, they were again asking for the stimulant gas. The researchers tried asking why they had injured themselves, why they had ripped out their own guts, and why they wanted to be given the gas again. Only one response was given. I must remain awake. But that is, I think that's my favorite. Yeah. It's it, it's just very well written. It's really, it's so vivid. Yeah. It's very, very vivid. Some of the stuff, like, um, I don't know, maybe it's just uh, me looking back to the past, but things like Slenderman, Jeff the Killer, I remember Jeff the Killer just not being written all that well. Yeah. And it's because anyone could submit a creepypasta. It's just a wiki. It's a forum. Gnarly. Yeah, so not all of them are just written very well, <clears throat> but uh, some just have so, uh, a good enough merit as being, like, a good uh, concept. Yeah. And Slenderman is a great concept, and Jeff the Killer is, like, a really cool concept. Cool visual. And making crafting a story to fit that visual uh, was very, I think, loosely done. Yeah. But it's still a classic. It's it still, classic. like, one of the, like, top ten. Yeah. And then uh, Russian Sleep Experiment, that's just written very well. Really? And it has a cool concept. And it does have a picture, doesn't it? Because we just learned, and you just told me, like, a few days ago, that the... Uh, picture that like blew up the Russian sleep experiment. It's like they took a picture of the last subject, and this is what he looked like. Oh, and like that's the story. That's the picture that's linked to the story. Oh, mm-hmm. and uh, it's literally a spirit Halloween prop. Well, and honestly, like without the story, mm-hmm. that's kind of like whatever. Mm-hmm. This but, is like, the original what? prop. Yeah, like that's nothing. I'd yeah. also just love to talk about the SCP foundation that would have to be its own video that would have to be its own video would it have to we can't tack it on here i don't know You'd like i don't know like how much specific oh. scps and oh i mean I you've got like... the main ones as much as you've got the main creepypastas you got peanut you've got um the uh shy guy yep shy guy yeah but there's there's someone else's like bread and butter with scp is completely different to yours Hmm? Like mine is like the book that uh, the song that desires to be finished. Yeah. Uh, it has to be written in blood, and you basically keep writing it until you you die because you can't stop writing it. Mm-hmm. There's the teddy bear that makes you grow ears everywhere. Yeah, those are the more silly ones. There's yeah, like yeah, like, th- like the, the like those. I remember I was talking to Stefan about those, and he didn't even know that those were an SCP. And I'm like, those are like the SCPs. Yeah. <laughs> what are you on about? No, I wouldn't call them the SCPs. I don't know, the teddy bear ear thing was like... No, yeah, that's a good one, and I mean, there's also the toaster that makes you want to kill yourself. Yeah. It's just a toaster that makes you suicidal, that's it. There's the plague doctor one. Uh, the plague doctor, that's, there you go. Plague doctor's top Mm ten. Like, that's one of the SCPs. teddy bear ears was like top ten to me, always, it was always like, I thought that it was the most, like, one of the popular... There's Shy Guy, there's the, uh, now I don't think Hard to Destroy Reptile is, uh, I don't know if I'd put him at top ten. It's just a giant like reptile, like giant, like, I don't know, bearded dragon or type lizard thing. And uh, nothing, he just can't be killed. He's essentially Deadpool. Like, you could chop him up in a little bit, <clears throat> the bits would live. You need to grow back. 
That's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. Acid. Like the is only way evil? to can the mm, yeah, I'm pretty sure Why he's like very he chaotic. Evil? He just wants to destroy things. Why? Make him good. That would be sick. <laughs> the infinite staircase. Oh, this that's one of my top ten. Really? Oh yeah. Just because uh and especially because I'll go ahead and shout out um uh one podcast that I do listen to is the is it just called the SCP Foundation? Let me look at it. Look at it real quick. Just look at it and don't talk for a second. Just look at it. 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 Yeah, SCP Archives. Uh, I listen to the podcast SCP Archives, and they do one on SCP-087, The Stairwell, and I love The Stairwell. It's very good. It's just a pitch black, like, eternal stairwell, and um, about 200 meters below you, you can hear a child crying and calling for help. Hey, that sucks. And the more you follow it, you do not get any closer to the kid, and eventually... It changes. It could be 20 stories down. It could be 50. It could be 100. Eventually, you just like, uh, because the three or four researchers that you hear about in the story have like headlamps. And these are high powered military grade headlamps, but they like give you as much light as like a iPhone flashlight. Yeah. In this stairwell, their light is like suppressed and they can only give as much power as like an iPhone light. Damn. So like they're going through dim as hell. And, uh, eventually they just come like face to face with a face, like they're walking and like in the pitch black, it's just, they come across a face and like, Hey, fuck that. They just stop and they look at it and they have like an earpiece in and they're talking to a researcher and they're like, what is something else fucking in here? And then it blinks. And then like pretty much everyone just starts running at that point. No one does not run at that point. Oh. And um, these people um, like act it out. Like they do like a good vocal performance. They don't just read the story. That's the thing about SCP with SCP. I see a lot more. Here's the file. And then it breaks down into like dialogue. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here's a more like cohesive, like scripted story. Yeah. That's kind of how they're written uh, because you're, you're reading a, uh, a, a what is it called? Uh, a transcript you're reading a transcript yeah. of their communication so it is something that would oh. be in the file yeah it's something that would be in the file for the project but you're getting to read it so it allows you to give a much more narrative take and the stairwell is just really well done listen to that um i could go through these i mean the plague doctor's on here anti-meme it's just something that does not desire to be known so it's a you know a meme is something that you just share around yeah uh can become widely popular an anti-meme, like if you put someone in the room with it and then took them out of the room and said, okay, what color was it? They'd be like, I don't know. Was it blue? It could have been, yeah. Was it Was it purple? I suppose it could have been. You know, was it Was it tall? Was it short? You, they can't describe it. Yeah. Hard to destroy reptile. The old man is a classic. Uh, the shy guy's a classic. There's... Dude, how do people come up with this shit? The coffee machine. It's a coffee machine and it just has a QWERTY keypad on it. That's all. And you put a cup under it, and you just type, mm, coffee? And the coffee pours in the cup, and they went, oh, shit, shit. Water. Water went in the cup. They went milk, orange juice, Coke. And it would just come out. Yeah. And they were like, fucking piss. And it did it. And they were like, hold on. And they just started putting any liquid in there. Yeah. And it would go. Blood. Blood, yep. Come. Blood would. Come. Come would. Um, 
like they tried like they put like a a a crucible under there and they went like liquid metal and like i'm i'm pretty sure that came out like they don't know where it comes from (laughs) there's no source to it like i'm pretty sure if you open the machine it just looks like the inside of a vending machine but like you could pretty much type anything into that i'm pretty sure it's like um they started to get like uh uh what is it not existential they started just getting very observational with it they were like jeff's favorite drink and like a random pink liquid came out and he was like oh shit that tastes great and like wow so that one's a very interesting oh beautiful story i'm glad i'm looking at all these perfectly normal ikea a guy gets stuck in an ikea and then it's not a normal ikea like after he gets stuck and he tries to find his way out he realizes that it's much bigger than he thought it was in fact he started walking for like what he would call like a mile and it wasn't gone and then miles and then a day and then like he came across a civilization called like claims because like that's the sign that was above them and they were just like yeah this is claims uh there's a civilization over at restrooms um have you not run into any of the associates and he was like no the employees of the store have like turned into these like mindless zombies during the day and at night like they uh go feral and they attack like animals and that's why they have walls they're like you need to live here because you'll die if you keep moving out there what? And um, they get attacked every night, and uh, that's very well done. My favorite—I'm not going to say that um, any of these have been my favorite. Red Reality. That's it. My favorite is Red Reality. It's about an hour listen. If you go to SCP Archives, it is so good. Yeah. Um, I like monologues, and that's the whole thing. Um. It's one guy working on a computer terminal and then like a flash happens and all of a sudden he's in a different dimension with the computer terminal. Mm. And um, he's just like, shit, he, he has no way of getting back. So he like goes into the recording module on it and he's just like, okay, this is my name. This is how old I am. This is where I'm from. This is my wife's name. This is my name. This is how old I am. This is where I'm from. This is my wife's name. And he just starts, like, repeating it because he can't forget it. He yeah. doesn't want to, like, lose himself. And uh, throughout it, you get this wonderful, like, performance of this, uh, like, computer-generated voice. Like, think Microsoft Sam. Like, early vocal yeah. uh, 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 synthetic. And in the beginning, it, he's like, how long have I been in here? And he's like, oh, this many, it's been this many hours. Because it took him a while just to find it. Everything's pitch black. There's nothing. He's not in a room somewhere. He's not in space. Yeah. It's just black around him. And he couldn't see the console. And then eventually he found the red light on it. And uh, he ends up calling it Red. Because that's the console's name. Yep. One, it's his Wilson. He has to talk to someone. Castaway, Wilson. Great movie. Watch that if you haven't. Please. But uh, he starts calling it Red and talking to it. And... Uh, days pass and more days pass and like he can't eat and he feels hungry but he has no food he feels hungry but he's not dying yeah and he's like not really aging and he's like in there for so long and he literally starts like falling apart it's really well done um he's in there for years and eventually at the end um well go find out yourself it flashes back and it's just covered in viscera 
and it comes back in his wife's laboratory because she's also part of the foundation. They both work for SCP. Uh-huh. <clears throat> she's part of the foundation. It comes up in her laboratory, and uh, the test she was doing was not intended to find him. She thought he was dead. Yeah. But like they were just doing work, and then it appeared, and her assistant was like, "Uh, should I turn the machine off?" And she's like, "No, keep it on." And he's like, "Okay." And then she opens the door. He's like, uh, do not go in there. And she was like, I'm going in there. And then she goes in there and uh, she sees the terminal and she's like, this thing is old. We haven't used one of these things in like this many years. She's like, you know. And she sees the that there are recordings on it. There's like 50 years of recordings on this thing. And uh, she is already at this point. She's already guessing like she already knows. And uh, she's just like, no, 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 no. She starts playing it. She hears, this is my name. This is my age. This is where I'm from. This is my wife's name. And she loses it. And like, ah, oh, it's just really well done. Yeah. It's really well done. That's good. But uh, SCPs, I mean, I just have more experience with SCP because I yeah. got into it in my later life when I could be passionate and go down rabbit holes. Right. Creepy postures I listened to as like a kid. Yeah. And I really only got the classics. I didn't really delve too deep. So, um... Yeah, no, I did a little bit of, I, I, I assume you were never like, you weren't like, cause even now you're not one time listener of any of the creepy bosses. I assume you went back to them. Oh yeah. Typically. I, I listened to them once and then that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I never also never read them. I didn't read them. I listened to them only exclusively. Oh yeah. Never read them. Hmm. Never read one. I Not think, a big reader I was. I think I read Squidward's Suicide. Mm. I don't think I listened to that one. I don't think I, I read that I was on one. the creepypasta.net. Like, I was on the, like, the OG, like, wiki of everyone. No, yeah, no, I was on there. Like, okay. I got on there. And I think that's probably where I read Squidward's Suicide. Because there was, like, a trending page. Yeah. A lot of these forums were very well built. You don't see a lot of forums anymore. Classic that forums. For <laughs> yeah. 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 Why are forums so hard to regulate? How can we how can we regulate things like social media like Facebook and Instagram and stuff, but not regulate a forum? Yeah. Cause there are certain things like immediately you try to post a picture and Facebook's like, uh, you can't even post that. It's so bad. Yeah. Like that violates our community I guidelines so hard that we're not even gonna like tell you after you post it. You're in the middle of uploading this. Our AIs will be like, whoa, buddy. A couple weeks ago I was like, I want to run a marathon. You can't run a marathon if you haven't trained for like a year. No, but you could in that moment. I totally could in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> a five minute marathon. Yeah. I got a marathon done in five minutes. How fast like would you have to? Like wow. What a beautiful thing to think. What? That's exactly how me in high school would have thought. How fast do you have to the go? The first thing he did was, how fast would you have to run to do a five minute marathon? Mm-hmm. 20. Okay. <sighs> Let me see if I can do it fast. If I can't do it fast, it's not interesting. 26 miles. You're running. You'd have to run. Wow. You'd have to run really fast. Five point two miles per minute. Five point two miles per minute. In sixty seconds, you were to run five miles. You can do that. And then some. Yeah, can you run a mile in sixty seconds? No. But- Not has anybody ever done it. Can you? No. Is it physically possible at all i think it would destroy your muscles (laughs) every muscle involved in the running process would be destroyed 
That sounds scary. Beyond repair. What's the fastest you can go? Like the absolute fastest you can run a mile. I think the fastest. Your brain was one hundred percent unlocked. <laughs> I think the world record's like three and a half minutes. Fastest human mile, three minutes forty three seconds. Bam. Come in. What a man who did that. Elite marathon if runners a average a mile in around four to five minutes. Wow. Still, that's only five minutes times twenty six miles. Five times twenty six. The fastest I ever did was six and a half. And that was back in high school. It's 130 minutes, which is like a little over two hours of running. Straight running, man. Hey. We hey. talked about SCP a lot more than I thought we'd... I thought we'd talk about Creepypasta the whole time. Honestly, that well ran dry pretty quickly, and that's fine. It's not one of the... I experienced it a lot longer ago than I'm currently experiencing. I'm still listening to, like, SCP videos yeah. and SCP uh, podcasts. So I'm a lot more familiar with it, and I don't know why I didn't think just to talk about that. But, uh, I like that we stumbled upon it. Yeah, good job bringing us there, Merlin. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. Yeah, yay. Good guy. You're welcome for your outfits. Yeah, thank you. This is great. Thank you. No, this is lovely. You picked well. It was this or Chucky and Tiffany. I wouldn't have. That's Chucky and his wife. You would have been Chucky? No. I would have been his wife. <laughs> Love it. It's you Jennifer uh, Tilly. Aniston? Jennifer Tilly. Oh. Uh, but in oh. a doll body. Sick. But I... Also. Yeah. Uh, or um, Morticia and Wednesday Adams. That would have been hilarious. And then I would have been Gomez. Sick. Um, it's good. Do you want a sync clap for Seth? Sure. Thanks. <laughs> um, one, two, three. No, does that? I don't know. If that works. Clapping works. I don't know why we're one, two, threeing. Do you know why we counted? One. So we do it at the same time so we could sync our shit. But there's only one thing going on here. Yeah. One, two. Three, four, five. <laughs> Nailed it. Six, he got it. Nailed it in one. Seven, seven eight, nine. nine. That's a new SCP. Yeah. Just a forever, like, wait to clap. Yeah. You can make it into something. You could. Nothing good, but you can make it into something. That's, I think that's, that's genuinely, I think that's how so many of those stories got written is like, Maybe what this if was, concept. What if it was scary? Tell him about our like backrooms thing. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. What if we made a pancake that just like is really mean and insults you while you eat your breakfast? What if we made maple bacon that just eats ass? Yeah. <laughs> that would be sick. That is not a horror. Would you like to be scared this Halloween? Read Stephen King's It. Well, don't read it. Have it read to you by I don't know. Did Stephen King read that one? That'd be cool if he did. I don't think he did, though. I don't think he did. Go to audibletrial.com slash AVP to figure out who narrated the audiobook for Stephen King's It. And let us know. In fact, use the credit that they give you to unlock one premium purchase title from over the thousands of available titles on audible.com. Yeah, waste it on this one. Don't waste it. It, it is a good book. It has some weird, weird passages. There's some really weird chapters in there that I don't subscribe to personally and that I don't think is cool. AudibleTrial.com slash AVP, 30-day free trial and one free credit to unlock one of their thousands of readily available titles. Go check them out, and that helps us out. And uh, read a book, damn it. We love you guys, and we want to thank you for joining us for the second annual Halloween episode. Did we scare you? Did that, did that story scare you? Seth, I hope you've used music well this episode. Um, maybe like a lightning strike or something. I don't know. No! Well, we love you guys, and we'll see you next I'm year. I'm really sorry. <laughs>
who knows what will be then. But uh, right now we got a little photo shoot to do. And we'll see you next episode. We love you very much. Ready for November. It's going to be cold. Yeah. As if it's not cold now. Not enough. I need more cold, man. Oh, you, you, oh you're wanting the cold. Remember, so we're super pumped for November 5th and 6th. We'll be at the Appalachian Renaissance Fair. We're going to have a booth. We're going to be selling stuff. And of course, remember that uh, whatever we don't sell at the Renaissance Fair will be available for sale. Wow. And you guys will be able to get that if you want a button or a sticker, maybe. So if you live, <laughs> if you live in the Appalachian area, East Tennessee, West Virginia, East North Carolina, Mountain. East South Carolina, I don't know. If you live in the Appalachian area, come say hi. Come to the Appalachian oh, Renaissance dude, Fair. That would be so fun. Dude, if you do that, I'll just give you a button. If you reference this, I'll give you a lot more. <laughs> if you, what should they say to let us know they've seen this? I like your shoelaces. Uh, that's a Tumblr thing. I like your. You have a really nice balls. I. That's a good one. If you say you have a really nice balls, we'll just give you a button. Man, that's a throwback. Right. Yeah. Where's so that from? Um. Mrs. Thanks. You have, you have a really nice face. Thanks. You have a really nice balls. You wrote it in oh, your notes app at like 2 a.m. Oh, that's right. Wow. You have a really nice balls. <laughs> you have a really nice face. That Thanks. Is... You have a really nice balls. Wow. Very dumb. We love you guys so much and we will see you in November. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Boo. I'm going to scream. Okay. Is it going to scare you? Hey everyone, just wanted to say a super special thank you to our patrons real quick. Jamie, Jess, Kat, Jessica, Sky, and Keith. Thank you so, so much for being our top patrons. We really appreciate it. You're really doing the most for us. And, uh, you know, maybe I might even get paid because of you one day. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, bro, you like, you looked dummy thick for a minute. He is for a dummy minute? thick, what do you mean? He's got a fucking ass, bro. Yeah? Yeah. Let's see.